want apple juice. Lucas wants apple juice. I know, I heard him can say I that. Can I have apple juice? Yeah, you can have apple juice. Can I have soda? Yes, you can have soda. Can I press that button? No, you can't press that button. Why? Because that's going to play the theme song. I'm not ready to start Click. the pot. What is up, guys? James Gutman here on High Pod. I'm Dad. Welcome back to another edition of the show. It's a Friday. It's the end of the summer 2022. It is crazy. Back to school for many of us. And whether you found this podcast on HighPodOmDad.com or any of the places where I stream podcasts, that's where this one will be found. I appreciate you taking the time to like, subscribe, bookmark, all that stuff. Thank you. It means a lot. Uh, it helps get the word out. Tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell anybody who will listen about HiPodOmDad.com. And it, it helps me too, in many ways, getting to come on here, do these shows, do these audios, tell you guys a little bit about you know my life, sharing some things as the father of uh, both a teenage daughter, oof, <laughs> a special needs child, my son, Lucas, 11 years old, nonverbal. He has autism. And one of the reasons why I started doing this blog itself, even before the podcast back in 2017, and I've talked about this a few times before, was that I could never really find anyone who spoke to me. As the father of a child with uh, emerging autism or disability, however you want to put it, special needs, I guess some people say, there's all these different ways to term it. But I couldn't find anyone that spoke to me. I don't just mean as a dad, which I think a lot of us know. If you're a father and you're listening to this and you've dealt with kind of that dad discrimination, you know, I've told the story about when my son first went into school and I called and I spoke to one of the administrators on the phone and she thought it was so bizarre that a dad was calling by himself. You know, I was still married at the time, you know, is, is Mrs. Gottman going to call in? No. Okay. All right then. Oh, well, all right. Fathers. Okay. We like fathers. What? What are you talking about? So you deal with that nonsense on top of where people are just shocked that I haven't run away yet. Like that's kind of just what dads do. We just leave, you know, uh, I don't want to leave. I'm not leaving my son. I love my son. I love my kids. I feel like I was put on this earth to be a dad. So I do that. But when I talk about not being spoken to in terms of being the father of a child with special needs, it's that these blogs and these opinions were either one of two things. Either you had these blogs that were so over the top with positivity that how they never doubted anything. From the moment I, I held his hand, I said, it's going to be me and you, kid. It's just me and you. And I got you. And I never worried a day in my life. And I'd be like, I am the worst dad in the world because I and scared to death. And this lady, or whoever it is on this blog, is great. She's fantastic. She knew there would never be a problem. And there's pictures of them, and they're playing with sandcastles or whatever. Or there'll be a blog about how like they were worried about the kid having a disability, and the kid didn't. And oh, whew, thank God, you know? Wow. And I'm like, what if that doesn't happen? As we know, kind of didn't happen. So that didn't speak to me at all. That bothered me. Or you got the doom and the gloom. I talked about that say something, I'm giving up on you one uh, that really bugged the hell out of me. It was a woman talking about the song, say something, I'm giving up on you, which I liked. I liked the song, um, Night Range, I don't know who sings it. Don't quote me on that. I have no idea who sings it. But I know the song. If you hear it, you'll know it. That's it. Um, 
And this woman talked about how the song has taken on a new meaning for her. And how, to her, it's about her child who's nonverbal, having to be put in a home one day. And then she proceeded to illustrate this terrible scenario that hadn't happened yet. She's like, and that's me in the driveway, grabbing him by the collar, going, say something. I'm giving up on you. Please say something. I'm like, holy. And I'm reading this, like, dying inside. Dying inside. And I'm like, okay, so what's the what's the takeaway? You know, so I'm keep reading this. I'm like, I've gotten this far in this article I'm reading. There's got to be more. That was it. There was no moral. There was no epiphany. There was no explanation. It was just like, here's some misery. Suck on it for a while. Thanks, lady. Then, of course, there are those who write about their child having autism. And then as the years go by, they don't have autism anymore. That's always been a, a thing that I notice through the years. I began this blog in 2017. And when I did, you know, I have Instagram, I have Facebook, I have all the social media. And I would turn around and, and you know, be friends with people, have people following me, read their blogs, read the things that they wrote about, about their young children who had autism. And then as the years went by, suddenly it was about something else. Their, their blogs were now about like fitness or like just the regular kids. And you're like, oh, I guess that was just for the time being. And meanwhile, I knew what I had to deal with. What I had to deal with was a child who had a chronic condition that for the rest of his life, he was going to have to deal with. That's something that we knew even from a young age. His delays were so pronounced. The things that to this day he still struggles with are things that even if he picked them up tomorrow, uh, it's going to take a lot of work to get him to a point where he can do them you know, on his own regularly. Not saying it'll never happen, but it, there's still a long road ahead. So I wasn't doom and gloom. I wasn't ready to say this is the worst thing that ever happened to me. Say something, I'm giving up on you and cry my eyes out. But I also wasn't always happy, happy, joy, joy about it. I wasn't ready for it to be, you know, our lives the second I suspected it. I didn't see him not making eye contact or flapping his hands and think to myself, you know, this will be fine. I definitely did not think it would be fine. I thought it was, oh, I was like, oh my God, this is it. What am I going to do? You know? And one of the reasons why I thought, oh my God, what am I going to do is because they would present these things as worst case scenarios when you're pregnant or when you're expecting a baby or when you have a baby. All these things for new parents are presented to them like autism or special needs is almost like you did something wrong. And people who spoke to you, when you go through it initially, when you start to worry that your child might have special needs, present it in a way that make you feel like you've done something wrong. Is he talking yet? No, he hasn't said anything yet. Well, you know what you got to do? You got to like, you know, uh, introduce him to words and like, dude, shut up. I have a kid. My other kid talks. I know what to do. I know how to talk to a baby. Like, I don't know if they thought I was locking him in like a cupboard, you know, like Hansel and Gretel. And I was like, oh, cool. I got a baby. Stick him in the cupboard. No, I was talking to my kid. He wasn't talking back to me. That was the problem. That was the issue. And it made you feel bad. It made you feel terrible. And I felt terrible and I felt bad and I felt like I was doing him a disservice. I felt like something had happened along the way that I had missed, that I had forgotten to do because they warn you that too, man. When, when you have a baby on the way, people tell you about breastfeeding and they tell you, you know, you're not supposed to eat this and your, your wife isn't supposed to eat that and the baby's mom is not supposed to have this and all these things that you're told, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. So you do all the things they tell you to do. All right, I'm not going to eat that. We're not going to, she's not going to touch kitty litter. I'll scoop the cats for nine months. All these things you don't do and then your baby has autism and everyone's like, mm, what'd you F up on? Nothing, nothing. And that's what I wrote about on Wednesday because you know what? To anybody out there, 
We didn't F up on anything. My kid is fantastic. And him having autism, that's just part of, I don't know, part of the plan. Is there a reason behind it? Maybe. You want to figure out what it is? Go for it. I, I, I commend you. Go ahead, Sherlock. Head out there. Get a magnifying glass. Get a weird hat. Enjoy yourself. I don't need to do that because my son is here. And if I could wave a magic wand, and I wrote a blog about this once called If I Had a Magic Autism Wand, I would not wave it and take his autism away because it's a part of who he is. Do I wish that he will on his own learn these things and eventually, you know, quote unquote, catch up or get the life skills that he needs to make his life easier? Absolutely, I wish that. Would I trade him for anything in the world? No, I wouldn't. So I don't care what the reason is. I don't care why. I don't care what happened. I just care that I love him and I care that he's here. And that's the blog that I couldn't find. That's the blog that wasn't out there. And that's the whole reason I wrote it. I'll tell you the story. I've probably told it before. I'm going to repeat these stories on here. And for that, I apologize. If you've heard it before, you heard it before. The thing that made me begin this blog, aside, well, the thing that made me begin this blog was that I used to run uh, a website, uh, World Wrestling Insanity, no longer exists. It was for my first book back in 2006, which was about world wrestling insanity, <laughs> for lack of a better term. It was a wrestling book. I used to write about wrestling in a, in a former life before my, my heart surgery changed my trajectory. And I wrote about Lucas on that site. And one of the last things that I did, introducing him to the world, I had never really spoken about him. I was always kind of felt uneasy about it. And people will make you feel uneasy about it, you know? I think when you have a child with special needs, when you have your child with special needs with you, people think that you're showing them off or there's some sort of weird thing to it. Um, and I, I hesitate to even tell you guys this because I'm not political and I'm definitely, I'm not a fan of Sarah Palin by a long shot. I don't really know much enough about her. So we'll put it like that. I'm not, I'm not political. But I remember a girl years ago when she first came out as the running mate of John McCain and somebody had said at work, I was working at a gym and somebody goes, um, they go, why does everyone hate Sarah Palin? And I was like, well, I'm like, from the people that I know, they say that she's really, you know, she's hardcore, you know, right wing, and she's very steadfast. And this girl, she was like a teenager, and I guess her mom was ultra hating Sarah Palin. She goes, also, she had a baby with Down syndrome, and she bragged about it. And I'm like, she bragged about it? She, says she bragged about it. She bragged about her baby? What are you talking about? Meanwhile, if the baby didn't have Down syndrome, you could just brag about your baby. And that's something with a child who's nonverbal or special needs that some people think that just simply mentioning him at all is some sort of, you know, ostentatious show of look what I got, you know, oh, feel for me. I'm not like that. Don't pity me. Don't look at me differently. I'm going to talk about my kid because I love my kid. I don't care if my kid has autism. I don't care if my kid has, you know, anything. That's my kid. That's your kid. Talk about your kid. You're allowed to talk about your kid. But the reason why I switched over from writing about him that one time for my past website to beginning this blog in February 2017 was because of social media. A friend of mine had posted a video that was going around a lot back then, and it was a video of a kid who had autism. Not as severe as my son, but you could tell he had autism and he had overcome struggles and dealt with some things, but one of the teachers didn't want him to walk for graduation. Now, there was no background to the story. I didn't really know what it was. All I knew, according to this video, was that the kid was not being allowed to walk with the other graduates, and the kid's mother showed up. And this is like high school. 
And she's taking him by the hand, and the teacher's like, well, he's not allowed. She's like, he's going to walk. And it was this whole thing about how the mother said he's going to walk, and eventually it'll let the kid walk. And it's supposed to be a heartwarming video. And I watched the video, and I'm silently kind of like dealing with it because nobody really knew about Lucas. I hadn't talked about it that much. He was only like, you know, a few years old. And every comment on there was everybody talking about how they wanted to punch this teacher in the face. I come from a tough town. I've done a blog, a podcast about it. You've heard it. Um, you know, I would kill her if I was that puncher right in a stupid fat fat. I'm like, all right, all right, Lindy Pride. I love Lindy people. They really, we don't, uh, we don't hold back. But I agreed with them. I would want to punch people in the face too in this situation. But as the father of a kid who was similar to this boy, I was so proud of this mother for getting him in a position where he can graduate from high school. And that's what hit me. This thought of like, can I do that? Can one day my boy graduate? Can he be a high school graduate? Can he get a diploma? Can he achieve the things that this kid achieved? I was so proud of him. I didn't even know this kid. And I wrote that. And I remember that was one of the first times before I did the the thing on the... Uh, on the World Wrestling Insanity site before I wrote that first article that I, one of the first times I'd ever said, my son has autism. And this is actually a beautiful video because this mother worked so hard to get her son to this position. And it was. And that's what this blog is about. And that's what I write about. And that's why I do what I do. I do it because I want people to know it's okay to worry and it's okay to be human because we're just people. We're not born autism parents. We have children. That child might have autism. They have autism. You're an autism parent. Your child might have cancer. Now you're a parent to a child with cancer. All these things are just things that happen in life. You don't, you're not born that way. There's no application before you have a child where, you know, the hospital goes, well, you seem pretty responsible. You can have a kid with autism. No, anybody gets them. So I wanted to speak to people and put it out there. That's who I was. I wasn't some special person who was capable of so many great things, which is why I had this child. I never worried and I was never concerned. No, I had all those same worries, all the concerns that you can imagine. But I also didn't spend the rest of my life crying. I don't make teachers at his CSE meetings now at the age of 11, give me tissues so I can weep my way through these, these things. My son can't do this certain thing. Okay, great. What are we going to do to teach him those things? I don't weep because he can't. I don't sit there and go, what? he didn't, what? Oh, no, what? Well, I don't do that because he doesn't need that. And I love him and I appreciate him. So I don't, I don't really feel that. Sure, are there certain times where I sit there by myself and I'll, he'll do something and I go, oh, this poor kid. I just wanted to be able to learn how to do this. Yes. Do I spend every day of his life thinking about what he doesn't do? No, I don't. I love him and he's a part of our lives. And the good qualities that he has far exceed any of the struggles that he faces. And that's the point of the blog. And that's what I want you guys to remember. And that's the thing that I want everybody to, to take away from the things that I write and the things that I say. It means a lot to me. And I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to do that. So thank you. Thank you for listening to this. Thank you for reading. Thank you for everything you guys have done. I appreciate it more than words. That does it for me. Until next time, James Gutman saying, be well. Bye, pot. I'm done. I'm sorry.